Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Real people. Real crimes. Real life drama. As a mother, Michelle was awesome. I called her the picture girl. Pictures, pictures, pictures. She looked like a million dollars. Wear high heels and carry a baby on her hip. When she was a child, it was hard not to have a close friend relationship with her, even though I had to be the mom. A woman has vanished from her Houston apartment. Her family and friends are fearing the worst. I got the phone call from my son, and David said something's wrong. Authorities say Warner's estranged boyfriend claims she stormed out of the apartment following an argument. Mark Castellano was Michelle's boyfriend for a while. Mark and Michelle did meet at work. She captivates the room when she walks in. That part about her is completely true. She mesmerizes people. They had a son together who was Caden. Michelle was living with Mark the night she disappeared. We called the police. Everyone was searching. We don't have a scene. We don't have a witness. We don't have evidence. We don't have a body. The more we thought about it, we kind of looked at each other and said, let's go back and let's search. So will you explain to me how you use the iPhone and FaceTime? They tried to follow it like a treasure map. Like that kind of thing, right? Correct. Well, it was in real time. So you were FaceTime. FaceTiming? Yes. So it's like I'm aiming it at this tree here, and you say, do I go to the right of the tree, or is it more to the left of the tree, that kind of thing? Correct, exactly what I'm looking at right now. A week went by. Michelle was still missing. We heard about Dr. Phil, and Mark Castellano was going on his show. Today, 
We will take you inside a national news story as it unfolded in front of our cameras in real time. Mark was going to be on Dr. Phil. When he said he wanted to talk with you, what'd you do? I got on an airplane, flew to Odessa, and there was a woman missing. And like everybody else, we wanted to help find her. I'm staying strong for my son. I cry every once in a while. But you're hurting inside. Yes, I'm hurting inside. This is killing me. Friends describe her as bubbly. Those same people describe you as psychotic. <sighs> well, they don't like me too much. She has to be alive. I'm sorry, she does. She has to be out there. If she is watching this right now, let's she say she's... She can come home. Uh, and what do you she, say to her? She, we can fix this. It was the worst week of my life. Michelle was just gone. I'm Tracy Smith, tonight on 48 Hours. Gone. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. It's just about a 45-minute drive from the refineries of the Texas coast to the high-rises of downtown Houston. And in 2000, 20-year-old Michelle Warner moved to the big city. She was a new mom looking to make a fresh start. Michelle did have the small-town girl in her, but Michelle always desired to go to the big city. Donna Malone is Michelle's mom. She loved to talk to people. Um, she never met a stranger. We were really, really close when we were young kids. I mean, really close. Her brother, David. From the time we were born, we did pretty much everything together. I was her child, not theirs. She just grew into this beautiful swan, you know, and she had the long, pretty hair and um, a beautiful smile. She started going to college and started studying criminal justice. But things didn't exactly work out. Michelle may have been a saint, but she was also a sinner. She married right after high school in 2001 and had a daughter, Haley. When that marriage went south in 2003, little Haley went to live with the ex-husband and Michelle was on her own. Michelle was a great mom. 
Um, but she ran into some tough times in her life. She fell in with a bad crowd. She even disappeared a couple of times. And she was arrested for possession of cocaine. But that was eight years ago. And her family says Michelle's dark days were behind her. She was finally turning around. She was no longer on any kind of drugs. She was going to work every day. In 2008, she also began a relationship with a man she met at work, a man named Mark Castellano. My impression of Mark from the very beginning was, what an odd duck. What a strange little man. Mark Castellano and Michelle had met on the job. She was a secretary at a medical firm. He was the IT guy, you know, the person who fixed computers. I absolutely do not know what Michelle saw in Mark. He's always been, you know, a little off. In 2009, Michelle and Mark had a son, Caden. But Donna says Mark Castellano wasn't much of a dad. Caden was about two months old, and Mark just went away. Just, oh, I can't handle this. It's too stressful for me. Everything was always about me. Me, 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 me. In those early days, life was tough for Michelle as a single mom, bouncing from job to job. And no child support. He did not pay any child support. Michelle was doing it on her own, struggling to do it on her own. Um, it was very difficult for her. Then, in the summer of 2012, she got a break. A new job at a law firm in Houston. All she needed was a place for her and Caden, now three years old, to stay. She reached out to the one person she knew there, Mark Castellano. He agreed to let them stay at his Houston apartment, but Michelle set down some rules. When Michelle moved back in with Mark, the agreement between them was that they would live together, raise the child together, but not as a romantically involved couple. But just three months after moving in with Castellano, on Saturday, September 22, 2012, Michelle was gone. A woman has vanished from her Houston apartment. Her family and friends are fearing the worst. When Michelle's brother, David, couldn't get a hold of his sister, he called Castellano and confronted him. Do you have any idea of where she may be? You're the last person I know of that's actually seen her. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. But I, like I said, I don't know where the hell she went. Castellano told David that he and Michelle had had a fight. She walked out and left her car and her toddler behind. David was surprised to learn on the night Michelle disappeared, Castellano took Michelle's car and drove Caden more than 500 miles, over eight hours, to his parents' house in West Texas. Mark's story did not make any sense. Almost immediately, Michelle's family filed a missing persons report. Five days passed, nothing. That's when Houston homicide detectives got the case. Where are we? We are at the apartment complex where Mark and Michelle live together. Veteran Houston homicide detectives Phil Waters and Sergeant Brian Harris. When you first came here, you went in and what'd you do? Went to the apartment, uh, the family was there. Actually, it was interesting that Mark's story was what happened. You know, I mean, in terms of uh, the story that he was telling everyone, Castellano had told David in that phone call that he and Michelle had been arguing over Caden when she walked out. All of the events leading up to it, the fight, all of that stuff that happened here. Accurate, happened at least, what he's telling us. The only people in the scenario that are casting any kind of suspicion on Mark are Michelle's family. 
That's where all of that is coming from. And they're not saying things like, you know what, Michelle told me yesterday that if anything ever happened to me, it's Mark. Instead, you were getting... We were getting, we don't like Mark. It's Mark's a bad guy. And it's more personality dislikes about Mark. But back at the apartment, cops did find something strange. We knew that Mark was an IT guy. He's a techie nerd. So then what becomes noticeable in the apartment, there are computers, but all the hard drives are gone. The homicide detectives wanted to talk with Castellano, so they called him at his parents' house in West Texas. Turns out he had an unusual question for them. He said, can I ask you a question, though? I need some advice. And I said, sure. And he said, do you think I ought to let Dr. Phil interview me? What'd you say? Well, I was a little stunned. I said, Dr. Phil? And I said, absolutely let Dr. Phil interview you. As the week passed, the search for Michelle expanded quickly from Houston to West Texas, all the way here to Los Angeles and the Dr. Phil Show. Today, we will take you inside a national news story as it unfolded in front of our cameras in real time. It was Dr. Phil McGraw, not the police, who would first interrogate Castellano about Michelle's mysterious disappearance. Let's talk about the night she disappeared. Okay. You had a fight. Yes, sir. And was this a physical fight or an argument or both? Basically, I come home, um, she's in her room. First thing she does is start yelling at me that the Caden has made a big mess. We start fighting. She walks up to me and she gives me this kind of sucker punch while I'm on the floor. I mean, it, she, she hits me all the time and I don't retaliate, but she hit me and said, and clean it up right, expletive, expletive. And she goes in and slams the door. What was your first impression of him? That he was a game player. He thought he was the smartest guy in the room and he wanted everybody to know it. You go back in to resume the argument, right. frankly. Yes. And she's gone. She's gone. I would take her pictures out and say out loud, Michelle, where are you? You know, just call me, text me, please. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. More troubling information in the search for a missing mother. No one has heard from Warner in a week. Today, we're talking about the story of a beautiful young mother, Michelle Warner, who went missing after a violent fight with her ex-boyfriend, Mark Castellano. From the very beginning, 
Dr. Phil McGraw felt there was something suspicious about Mark Castellano. Why do you think Mark Castellano wanted to come on your show? Well, you know, I think this guy is a narcissist. I mean, I really do. She basically owns me in a, in a lot of ways, and I, I admit that. I, I cave to Michelle nine-tenths of the time. Castellano was on the defensive. He said to you, she could have just disappeared again. Right. That was a possibility. He says it was a possibility. She could have gone in the bedroom, locked the door, gone out the door, and left. But her car's still there. And her son is still there. Her son is still there, her car is still there, but she's gone off the grid. Meantime, in Houston, 500 miles to the east, the cops were searching the grid, trying to find Michelle. We do something called the psychological autopsy. We start breaking down the person's life. And so that's what we're having to do with Michelle. Back in West Texas, Dr. Phil continued his interview uh, with Castellano. From... He had a hunch that those missing hard drives might be connected to Michelle's disappearance. So he grilled Mark. You said you would show them to me when yes, I Yes, yeah, I have the drives. Do you have them here? Yes. Can we, can we look at them? Yeah, I'll bring them to you. One yeah, second. Um, no, I don't have them because he still has them. He's still copying them. Okay, well, you can come back. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I thought I already, he brought them back, but he didn't. You said you were going to show those to us, and you got up and walked to the door and then said, oh, that's right, they're not here. But not 15 minutes before we got here, you told my producer they weren't here. You already knew they weren't here when you got up to go get them. My mind is scatterbrained right now. I mean, I, I forgot. I forgot. Bells are going off right now. I'm talking to him, and I'm watching the theater of what's going on. What was he doing? You know, he's playing games here. To him, it's a manipulation, and I'm wondering why he's not putting all of his effort, all of his emphasis, on finding Michelle. You know, my dad used to say, for every rat you see, there's 50 you don't. When he tells you that lie, there's 50 more. Dr. Phil relentlessly peeled back Castellano's story. He also admits throwing her cat down the hallway, throwing her cat into a wall, and that is very troubling to me. Each revelation led him closer to the conclusion that Castellano killed Michelle. Was there violence? There was point? violence. She and I would, would wrestle, push each other around, um, there was one time I choked her. He admits to being violent with her. He admits to being violent with her to the point of choking her. Now, think about this. If he, in fact, is culpable in her disappearance, why in the world would he admit that? So let's look at the moment when you asked him the big question. It's really odd for a mother to just not check on, find out anything about a child. If you think something has happened to her, why aren't you looking for her? I mean, as far as everybody has exhausted the leads that I have, I don't know where, where else to go. I, they, the police are looking for her. They're professionals. Did you do anything to her that would be considered foul play or criminal? No, no. Did you kill her? No, sir. So as you left, where did you stand with Mark Castellano? What did you think? It is clear in my mind I'm not believing a word he is saying. When I walked out the door, 
I said, he killed her. No doubt about it. You said it then. He killed her. But Castellano hadn't confessed to anything. After Dr. Phil returned to L.A. to get his show ready for broadcast, detectives brought Castellano in and turned up the heat. This is where it happened, Houston Homicide Division. Here in the interview room, it wasn't exactly what you might think. There was no tough guy posturing, no rolled up shirt sleeves, guns on the hip, no raised voices. It was pure psychology. I was like, Phil, when you go in there, it's like, it's like walking into a minefield because, one, you don't want to upset him and make him angry where all of a sudden he says the L word, lawyer, or he says, I want to leave. Detective Waters takes the lead. Okay, so the first thing, you're not under arrest. And again, I've told you, I, I certainly appreciate you coming here and, and uh, talking right, to well, us. I want Michelle to be found. spending a lot of time here. I want Michelle to be found. That's what Castellano just said. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. Have you tried to call her? At this point, no, I don't want to call her. This was it. This was it. We had no evidence. We had nothing. So all this stuff is going on. So Detective Waters started looking for motive. If Castellano was a killer, did something push him over the edge? Pressure's building. The pressure's building on me, yes. Got it. When she gets mad, she's violent. She'll hit you. She thinks she has the right to. You know, man has to take up crap. She's a pretty girl and she gets everything she wants. She, wow. she has a princess attitude. Wow. But, that um, princess attitude phrase know, was a flag for detectives, was, an insight into how Castellano viewed the relationship. We kind of get a flavor for your relationship. And this is just my impression, is that when it's, when it's good, it's like intensely good. But when it is bad, right. it is intensely bad. Yeah. Detective Waters' approach? No tough questions yet. He's trying to get Castellano to trust him. Let's get to last Saturday, the 22nd. Okay. And what's your walks out and slams the door to a room. And about well, 10, 15 minutes later, I open the door to say, well, you know what? And Scott. She's gone. Once that narrative was complete and he felt like he had told his story, it was at that point that I'm now going to confront you. I need you to explain to me what happened. We this is a dance. I'm letting Mark play the music. And then at one point, another song comes on and it's mine. And now the dance changes. We both know, we both know Michelle did not walk out of that apartment. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. 
as an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. I don't love her. I'm not in love with her. I mean, I don't want anything to happen. I, I wish Michelle would pop up right now. And yeah, go, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm, I need when she gets mad, she's violent. I, yeah. I'm, I don't care what anybody says she is. I said something about, you, you take too many pills, you can't watch Caden or something. Said, Detective Phil Waters, Waters sat for hours talking to Mark Castellano, gaining his trust. But she was like, I can't tolerate Caden. She was like, I need help with him. She's like, he's driving me nuts. Waters finally discovered a way to bring out the truth about what happened that night. You brought up Caden. Yes. So your your concern for Caden is mainly centered on when Michelle is the primary right. caregiver. Caden was the most important part of his life. So I knew that I was going to have to frame whatever he did in that apartment in that context. That context, getting Castellano to admit his actions that night were to protect Caden. It wasn't about hurting Michelle. It was about the love and the strength of that love that you have for Caden and protecting him from anybody that would threaten or hurt him. And that's what you're going to have to explain now. The strategy worked. So I want you to be honest with me and tell me what happened. When he took his glasses off, I went, here it comes. You knew. I just knew it. She's getting dressed. And she's finishing up. And she's still yelling and Caden's hiding. I grabbed her and I broke her neck. Boom. There he comes with it. I'm sorry. Um, give me the death penalty. That's fine. Look, look, I deserve look, it. Mark. Look, I'm proud of you. Life is over with. Your your life's not over with, Mark. I push her and then grab her. And but then, by the time Sergeant oh, Harris came into the room, Castellano seemed to pull himself together uh, and, and physically like, demonstrated uh, how he killed Michelle. Castellano claimed Michelle's erratic and abusive behavior pushed him over the edge. She'll hit you. She thinks she has the right to. He painted this picture of Michelle as an abusive woman. Yes. When you talk to other people, did they say that she was volatile? She had a temper? She was abusive? Everyone we talked to described her as a, not just family members, but um, as a loving mother. Was there any evidence that Michelle was abusive to Mark? Not anything that was documented other than Mark's story. I'll be right back. After his confession, he was left alone with his phone. But instead of calling a lawyer... Hey, Mom. He called his parents. Well, I confessed I did it. 
he called his brother. I'm sorry that all the facade that I put up for a week, but I can't take the guilt anymore. A friend. And I wanted you to know that she's dead. He even talked with Dr. Phil's producer. It was a moment of rage. I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I pretty much confessed to everybody I can think of. Castellano had also told Detective Waters what happened moments after he killed Michelle as he stood over her body lying on the bed. He said that Caden walked in and said, what's wrong with mommy? And he turned around and his response was, oh, she's taking a nap. He put Caden in a bath and then dragged Michelle's body into the closet. That's when he loaded Caden into Michelle's car and drove through the night over 500 miles to West Texas. He left Caden with his parents, turned around, and drove all the way back to Houston, back to the apartment where he had left Michelle. How did he get her out of the building? He packaged her up in a uh, large container, plastic container, and uh, duct taped her hands and feet, put a bag over her head, He said he explained that he put the bag over her head because he was tired of looking at her. Uh, He was tired of looking at her. Tired of looking at her. With the container loaded in the back seat of Michelle's car, Castellano once again made that long drive back to West Texas. Outside of Midland, he buried Michelle in a shallow grave. It turned out Michelle's body was somewhere out here in these endless West Texas oil fields. Castellano had drawn a map and given police a rough idea of where the grave was, but it wasn't a good enough description. The key to finding Michelle's body was as close as an iPhone. Hello? Hi, Sergeant Harris, it's Tracy from 48. Well, you can see that, right? Harrison Waters stayed in Houston with Castellano while local police and FBI agents tried to locate Michelle's body with the map, but it only got them in the general vicinity. So they called us in the interview room and uh, we decided to try the FaceTime. FaceTime is the Apple iPhone's video phone. You can see and hear whatever the person on the other end of the line wants to show you. Mark was actually speaking to the detectives, and they were holding their phone out. Like that kind of thing, right? Correct. And he was able to see. Then they did much what we're doing right now. Just uh, walking around, aiming it. Correct. And so they panned the area, and then he told them to stop, and he directed them towards, it was like more of a big scrub brush. When they got closer, that's when the FBI agent We could hear her say, I found her, I found her. With the discovery of Michelle's body, Castellano was finally arrested and charged with murder eight days after Michelle went missing. In an exclusive interview, Dr. Phil's show went on TV a few days later. Mom vanishes, the killer confesses. Until Mark's confession, Caden had been staying with his relatives, but now authorities moved him in with Michelle's family. With Castellano behind bars, I got the chance to confront him. And what he told us was a brand new version of what happened that night. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Mark. I'm Tracy Smith from CBS News 48 Hours. From the start. You okay? Yes, ma'am. Mark Castellano had told everyone. She's gone. She's gone. Yes, sir. Lies. So we wanted to set the ground rules before our interview. So here's the thing, Mark. You lied to the cops. You lied to Dr. Phil. You lied to your parents. Mm -hmm. Why should we believe you now? So there's no point to lie about anything. I don't like lying. I don't like lying at all. It's not me. I'd rather just go ahead and tell the truth and get it over with. Are you telling me the truth now? Yes, of course I'm telling you the truth. The first thing Castellano wanted to tell us. We got to a fight. It just, it just happened all wrong. Was that he was not a murderer. It was, you know, not my finest hour. Not your finest hour? No. Why do you say that? Well, I mean, this, the whole thing wasn't my finest hour. But like He I says, said, yes, it was true. The couple had a fight that night, but he was the victim. It got violent. Well, yeah, they always get violent. She beats the hell out of me. I've been beaten by this woman for a long time. But this time, Castellano says he'd had enough. Remember, there's never been an official report of abuse in this case. So did you just snap? To, to retaliate back from her swinging at me? Yeah, I snapped her, hit her back. This time I was tired of being hit, and yeah, then I was going to defend myself this time around. So you threw stuff back and forth, and then you grabbed her? I didn't grab her yet. She punched, she threw another punch at me. And then? That's when I, I grabbed her and lunged forward. This is where Castellano's story changes. I grabbed her and I broke her neck. I'm sorry. From his confession to the police. So I want to go back to this confession. What actually happened that night? That's what we don't really talk about. That's Castellano's lawyer. At all? Telling him not to reveal all of what happened that night. Still. Oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. He did tell us a few details. Castellano now says it was all an accident. In the struggle, he says Michelle died when he ended up falling on top of her neck. Michelle's death was my fault because I'm the one that fell on her. That fell on her? Yes, I did fall on her. She just, I like that. I mean, she was just 
lifeless, and all of a sudden, you know, her body let go, and but it was an accident. Michelle's mother, Donna Malone, can barely contain her disgust. First of all, I will never believe it was just an accident. You don't just an accident murder someone and feel nothing. You drive a car and you hit somebody. Did you want to hit them? No. You're like, it was an accident. You might be at someone's house and they just had a brand new carpet put in and you're eating velvet cake and you drop it on the floor. Did you want to do it? No. You feel bad about it? Yes. But still, accidents are accidents. They're not planned. That's why they're called accidents. That tear no, was I the only time this. during our interview that Castellano showed any emotion. He's a liar. Comparing it to spilling cake on someone's floor, but to murder someone, that's a, a violent act. Did you choke her? No, I didn't choke her. But you said you were angry. I was very You angry. said you snapped. Yeah, to, to, to go ahead and actually raise my hands against her. I had a gun. I've always had a nine millimeter. If I really wanted to kill Michelle, I would have shot her. I would have taken my gun and shot her. That he could just have shot her if he wanted to kill her? That's just nonsense talk. It's nonsense. What did you do with Michelle's body? Um, it stayed, it stayed, um, it stayed in the closet. You know, I looked at her and it was just like, oh my God. So that's when I put the bag over her head and I put her in the closet. Why the bag over her head? Because just her face, the way he was frozen, I knew I messed up. Did it occur to you as you were handling her body that this was the woman that you loved? This was the mother of your child? I did. I did. And I also know I couldn't bring her back. Three days later, Castellano would dump Michelle's lifeless body in that shallow grave. How do you feel about misleading people for so long? Well, it was a tough call. It was a very tough call. I didn't plan on getting away with this. If I had planned on getting away with this, I would have got away with it. I feel very angry about the fact that Mark lied to all of us. He could have just told the truth from the beginning. It was obvious that everyone was on to him. Family, law enforcement, why not just tell the truth, get it over with? She did attack me first. The more Castellano talked, the more it seemed he was angry with women. I mean, women are now, y'all are replacing men in a lot of aspects. Y'all are becoming big-time aggressors. Women are now the new aggressors. She's beautiful, and you're a beautiful woman yourself. Life's a little easier for, for women like you because people just can't put bad things with pretty people. It She's sounds a, like you resent that a little bit, Mark. Well, when you sit there and have been told that when you're not a pretty person that, you know, Life's going to suck for you. Mark Castellano's bizarre answers during our jailhouse interview raised more questions about what makes him tick. I'd rather just go ahead and So we wanted to talk more about it with Dr. Phil. I got to say, I really screwed myself over the way I confessed everything because, first of all, I didn't really describe everything accurately. And second of all, I didn't really think I was going to, every word I was going to say was going to be used completely out of context, which it was in a lot of ways. He's criticizing the process. Things were taken out of context. Well, here's the context. Did you kill her or did you not? I think this guy has such an inferiority complex. And that's one of the things about narcissism. There's a false sense of superiority, but it's a false sense of superiority. The truth is they really feel inferior. They really feel very inferior, very put upon. And he felt 
very much that he had reached above his level with Michelle. And that she was out of his league, so Out to of his league. She was way over his head. In this instance, she did not reject him. He had the ultimate rejection of her. What do you think his motive was? I think this guy is very hedonistic. I think this relationship was on the downslope. I think it was falling apart, and I think he felt her slipping away. I think it was one of those situations where if I can't have you, nobody will. Come up. At his trial, Castellano's attorneys will present his new version of what he says is the truth. We, the jury. But will the jury buy it? If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It was very hard to wait on the trial. We wanted some form of justice for Michelle. We felt that we were building up to this, this pinnacle that would bring us some sort of peace. May 27th, 2014. Mark Castellano is on trial for the murder of Michelle Warner, the mother of their son, Caden. This is a case about obsession, rage. Assistant District Attorney Jamie Reyna. And this defendant's calculated attempts to get away with murder. He became so upset with Michelle that he grabbed her by the neck, that he started to choke her. He started to squeeze her in the neck. You'll hear him tell those officers he choked her for one and a half to two minutes. At the center of the prosecution's case, Mark's own words, that videotaped confession to Detective Waters. And we both know, we both know, Michelle did not walk out of that apartment. So I want you to be honest with me and tell me what happened. I grabbed her and I broke her neck. Okay. The state medical examiner testifies Michelle was strangled. High up in the neck. Her hyoid um, bone, just beneath her jaw, was broken. 
Mark Castellano does not take the stand. Instead, his lawyer, Eric Davis, presents that very different story. Michelle's death was an accident. She comes at him and he grabs her and he's controlling. And he falls down with his weight on hers and hears the pop. And when he reached out to defend himself, to protect himself, he didn't anticipate that she would fall and break her neck. I didn't find any real evidence that the throat was disturbed. An expert for the defense, a forensic engineer, testifies Mark's accident story was a possibility. There's no physical evidence that shows any type of squeezing or sideways forces. All of the physical evidence shows is forces applied from the front. So what's the detective's reaction to Castellano's defense? Is that possible, that he fell on her and that's how her neck snapped? No. The problem is, is that you cannot accidentally strangle someone for a minute and a half to two minutes. Show me what you think he did, what he told you he did sure. to Michelle. What did he do? He's so mad, he follows her in the bedroom. And he goes, and whatever takes place, he reaches out, and he's just grabbing her. For a minute and a half and two, he's grabbing her, grabbing her. And she has nowhere to go. If Castellano thought the jury might take pity on him, prosecutors would present more evidence that shows the actions of a cold, callous killer. Weeks after Mark's confession, detectives discovered a chilling piece of surveillance video. So that's their apartment right over there. And across the way on that building there, there was a camera. And that camera showed a shadowy view of the back stairs of Castellano's apartment. So he drags her body in a bin down the stairs. Uh, you see him stop, and he has worn himself out. He even says when he's on the phone with people that he's confessing to, you know, Michelle had gained a lot of weight. So it was really, a, a really an exercise to bring her down the steps and put her in the car. As for those hard drives that seemed to be so important in the early days of the investigation, turns out they weren't relevant to the case. If you cannot remain composed when the verdict's read, you should step outside at this time. Because After more than a screaming. week of testimony, 19 witnesses, and six hours of deliberations, a verdict ending an anxious wait for Michelle's family. If you'd stand, please, Mr. Castellano. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty of murder as charged in the indictment. Mark Castellano, guilty in the strangling death of Michelle Warner. I was very pleased with the fact that he was uh, declared guilty. I said, okay, good, they did this quickly. So I believe that, that this is in the hands of a good, solid jury, and they'll do the right thing. The next day, Michelle's loved ones are back in court for Castellano's sentencing. Ironically, it's also Michelle's birthday. She would have turned 33. Each side will be given 25 minutes to argue their case. Mark Castellano's attorney begs for mercy and argues his client's much-talked-about confession was a show of remorse. I'm sorry. Crime was solved because of a man's conscience. In fact, if Mr. Castellano had kept his mouth shut, we wouldn't be here. But he did what most criminals don't do. He told on himself. No matter what you do, he's going to the penitentiary. The question is how long? 
Michelle's family wants to see Castellano receive the harshest penalty, life in prison. I do not think that he has any sense of remorse. None. I hear nothing but excuses that it was Michelle's fault that he did what he did. And we all have free choice, and he chose to kill her. The jurors spent four hours debating his fate. All rise for the jury. Finally, a decision. The jury, having found you guilty of murder, you are now sentenced to 27 years in the Institutional Division of the Texas Department. The sentence feels like a slap in the face for Michelle's family. One word went through my mind when I heard 27 years. Seriously? After several months, it's still impossible for the family to understand the jury's decision. I don't know what happened in, in the room while the deliberation was going on because I've not had not one juror come forward and speak to me. I do not feel that I got closure for my daughter's death and neither does any of the rest of her family. None of us do. Now it is up to Michelle's family to explain to two kids, a daughter living with her ex-husband and little Caden, why their mother is gone. It's like taking your entire world and flipping it over. You, you don't expect anything like that to ever hit that close to home for you, and it's turmoil. I miss the, the laughter that I shared with her, and I, I just m miss the conversation. I can't have that anymore. And that's very sad, it's very lonely. It makes me feel lonely. So it's an empty hole that will always be there for the rest of my life. And that's a hard thing to swallow. Mark Castellano will be eligible for parole in 13 and a half years. He will be 53 years old. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. 
I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.